Hello, hello everyone and welcome to ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. I'm Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network with a lot more content coming your way throughout the entire offseason. Joining us today, tonight, a very special guest. He's a Dallas Cowboy. He's a defensive back. Stellar preseason last year. We'll talk about him. Uh, we'll talk about his rookie season with the Cowboys. We'll talk about Dan Quinn, his clothing brand, and much more. So without further ado, smash the like button. Let's welcome in Israel Mukwamu to the show. Isi, how are you, man? Thank you for taking the time to be with us tonight. I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good, man. So, Izzy, we have to talk about a lot of stuff about yourself. Great preseason in 2021. We'll talk about Dan Quinn. We'll talk about your versatility, all of that. But before we dive into the football side of things, I wanted to ask you about your clothing brand. I was told that you're super passionate about it. So talk to us about that. How did that even start? So my clothing brand is called the Mukwamu brand. And um, basically started uh, really at a young age. Uh, didn't really think much about making a clothing brand, but you know, uh, got, got with my agent, uh, Selwyn Roberts. Uh, basically, he learned my story throughout the whole, like the agent and player recruiting process. And then we went from there. But basically um, my slogan for the Mukwamu brand is called Whatever It Takes. And it's just um, something that I came up with because going through high school and trying to get recruited, trying to make it to, to the next level, um, it took a lot, you know, a lot of hard work, a lot, a lot of dedication. So I remember um, trying to get recruited and stuff like that. I wasn't getting recruited as much and uh, a lot of coaches not showing me love. I remember like going on Twitter and like just adding coaches, um, spamming their page, like doing anything just to get their attention for them to watch my highlights. And then also, um, just traveling to different schools. Uh, my brother, I remember my brother, all my brothers, we used to go on uh, recruit visits and we'll wake up at like five in the morning, drive like five hours to uh, wherever school that uh, was recruiting me and just go out there and visit the school. So basically it was just a whatever it takes moment to where like whatever you need to do to be successful, like no matter what it is, whether it's in school, um, being a being an entrepreneur, a doctor, I mean, even a, a, a live broadcaster, I mean, it doesn't matter. So that's what my brand really stands on, just doing whatever it takes to be successful and making a way for yourself. That's awesome because the way that you put it, like it goes hand in hand, right? Your two projects, both your football career and of course the, the clothing brand kind of goes hand in hand from what I can hear. And that's a, an interesting project. So, hey, I wish you the best with it. Wanted to ask about it because, hey, you're even representing it right now with that, that hoodie, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. This this one of the hoodies, one of my hoodies, my logo, my name, and then you got the whatever it takes on the bottom. So, y'all can just go to <laughs> Mukwamu Brand and shop. That's awesome. So, you Mukwamu guys can check it out. Yes, you guys can, can check it out for sure if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube. So, Izzy, let's talk a little bit about football. Let's talk about your rookie season. You're headed into your second year in the NFL. And I wanted to ask you about what it was like because I feel like the spotlight was on right away with you because 
you know, you're joining the Dallas Cowboys. It's always being called America's team. It's always been a team with a lot of media going on. You had hard knocks in your training camp. You were a standout in training camp. Reporters were talking about you all the time, about your plays in the practice. Uh, you had that interception versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't know if you even know this, but you were the highest graded safety among rookies in the preseason by PFF. What was that like uh, like for you? What was that like for you? Um, I mean, really, really the same, you know, just uh, just hard work. That's all it really was, you know what I'm saying? Uh, just going day in, day out, hard work, uh, studying the playbook, uh, just understanding the game. So it was pretty much second next year. It, was, it felt like college all over again, like just, just the football aspect of it, you know. Even though you're in the next level, you still got to treat it as football is still football you know a lot of guys get that mixed up but at the end of the day been playing football my whole life so it was just it's just same thing just at a higher level now and with you it was super interesting because we didn't know for sure what position you were going to be playing because in south carolina of course you were super versatile you played corner you played safety uh someone is already kind of trash talking in the chat saying can you admit that you were better than jc horn at south carolina i know that you guys uh know each other pretty well you played together and all of that but i wanted to ask about that about that versatility do you What do you prefer? Do you like having a position that is set in stone or do you like being that chess piece that coaches can move around on the field? Um, I definitely would say um, I like corner better, but I also like being that chess piece because it's just it just shows the versatility. You know, you can be moved around and, you know, if a coach needs you in a certain position or uh, needs you to guard a certain player, then you can be moved around. So. Definitely, um, I take pride in that as well, just being versatile and, you know, just accepting any challenge that come my way. As we head into 2022, uh, we know that the Cowboys, at least the reports after the draft, were that they had picked you to be a safety for them. Do you think that is set in stone or do you think that can still change as you head into your second year? Um, I think it can still change uh, just because, you know, I can cover very well. But I mean, uh, I'm gonna just leave it up to their hands. Um, at the end of the day, I gotta come in prepared to just play whatever. You know, I'm gonna always come in prepared, and and you know, wherever the road may take me, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be ready for it regardless. All right, that's cool. Hey, people are people are liking your swag, by the way, with the Mukwamu brand and all of the conversation <laughs> in the chat, including Tommy over here. So. Yeah, for sure. That would be interesting to watch. Like, that's interesting to know that that could still change in the future. Uh, we would love to watch you at corner. And, and we know that we watched you at a lot of positions during the preseason, right? You played, you even blitzed once and had an interception and all of that. But how, how, how was that like for you? Do you like blitzing? Uh, it, was, it was pretty fun. I always, uh, my coach sent me on some blitzes in college, uh, corner blitzes. But, you know, I wish I would have got a sack. I never... I still have yet to record a sack uh, in all of like my football career, so I'm just hoping I one day get a sack, a sack fumble. Hey, the bold prediction, it's going to happen in 2022, hopefully, man. We'll, we'll be rooting for that for sure. How, how important was it for you to have a sort of a coaching relationship between Will Muschamp and Dan Quinn? Because I know you talked about it once on a press conference 
Do you feel like that kind of made it easier for you when learning than Queens defense? Uh, definitely, because it was a lot similar to um, our defense in college. Like the uh, the terminology was a little bit different, but definitely the concept was the same. So it wasn't so like the first time they even ever sent me the playbook. Like I just seen similarities between the our, the college defense that I played in uh, college and then uh, the defense here in Dallas. So it was it was pretty easy, you know, getting accustomed to learning the uh, playbook and then adjusting to it. All right. Makes sense. Makes sense. And, and uh, you know, younger, younger players always talk about that adaptation from going to college to the NFL after, I think it was actually after that Jaguars game, when you had the interception, you were asked about this and you, you said that the biggest thing about that adaptation was the speed of the game. But that was back in the preseason. Do you, you, do you feel that after a full regular season, that kind of got easier for you, the speed of the game? Uh, I think it got easier. But, I mean, it's easier to say when, you, um, when you're on the sideline just watching. But uh, I feel like when you're in the film room and you're studying and, you, and you're out there, it can get – it does slow down a little bit. And I feel like that's, that's going to be the biggest difference this year. Now it's not so much of thinking, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be more of reacting and actually trusting yourself and trusting what the film shows you. So I, I definitely think it, it has slowed down a little bit. You know, you mentioned being on the sidelines, but Izzy, I got to ask you, you were on special teams. You were a major contributor on special teams for the Cowboys. I think your snap count was at 43%, something like that. So you were a major contributor for special teams Do you enjoy that? Uh, how is John Fassel like? That I feel like that's a mandatory question, actually, because you know we, we saw him on Hard Knocks. People have talked about him. Uh, some people kind of you know paint him as a a crazy kind of coach. How is John Fassel like? Uh, I, I love I love Coach Bones, man. That's what we call him, Coach Bones. He's a um, he's a great guy. I mean, he comes in uh, every day at work. I mean, the same guy every day, uh, ready to work, uh, enthusiastic. Uh, really get the guys going, and I and I love playing for him. Um, he makes it so fun and so enjoyable, and and he's one of those coaches that uh, outside of football, he he really cares about you. So you know, all our guys, we we love we love playing for him. And as you can see, our our special teams was one of the top special teams in the NFL this year, and that's just because the way he coaches and the way he cares. So we 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 put it out on the line for him uh, each and every Sunday. For sure. I think you were, on terms of DBOA, I think it was the sixth best special teams unit. Do you enjoy being on special teams? Was that uh, new to you or have you played special teams a lot before? Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I played special teams a lot in college and it's fun because, you know, it's a game changer. Like they always, they always told us in the meetings, like, we're going to make a play this week that's going to change the game. And we made a lot of plays uh, the uh, last last year just um, changing the game. Had a couple uh, punt blocks, um, had a kick return in, uh, in the Thanksgiving game. So playing special teams is fun. Uh, people downplay it, but I mean, it's just like anything. When you put your passion into it, yeah. you, 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 you'll get a lot out of it. And I, and I feel like uh, most people uh, put special teams to the side, but once you put your passion into it, you can really see how fun it is. That's, that's cool. So talking about coaches, uh, we talked about Bones. I need to ask about Dan Quinn as well. How, how important was it for you to learn 
that Dan Quinn was coming back to the Cowboys in 2022 because for a moment there, it seemed like he was off to, to be a head coach again. But how, how important was that for you? Um, it's very important um, just because being a young player uh, coming in last year, you know, you're learning in defense. I'm learning defense a little bit. And then him coming back uh, for a year or two, you know, I don't have to learn a new defense. I already know the system, so I can I can play faster. But if he didn't come back, that means you have to learn a new defense. Now you behind again. So I think it was very important for him to come back. So year two under my belt, I can just play faster instead of thinking so much. So I think that was very important. All right. Before we move on to my next question, we need to give the chat uh, some love over at YouTube. So, guys, please smash the like button. Uh, people want to know if you prefer strong safety or free safety. Um, in our defense, uh, it's really it's really the same. It just depends on the formation and stuff like that. You know, free is more high and strong safety is more uh, in the box, but it just depends on the matchups that we have that week and, and where the coach wants. Hey, hopefully, I, I'm, we're dying to see you on defense in 2022, man. So we're hoping for that for sure. Now, we, we talked about Dan Quinn. How about, uh, you know, they talk about him being a hands-on coach. What is that like? Uh, do you also perceive him as a very hands-on coach? Uh, definitely. He he definitely reminds me of Coach Muschamp because uh, he's always he's always in the room. Like uh, sometimes we'll be watching film and safeties and uh, or as a DB group, but he's always in there and he he always asks us what we like and what we don't like that that he can change. So he always does stuff for us so that we can be able to play faster and not have to think so much. So he's definitely a hands on coach and he just wants everybody to succeed, you know. He makes sure the linebackers are straight, the D-line, uh, the back end. So he's definitely hands-on and wants everything, wants, every, wants everything to go well and, you know, everyone to play fast. Awesome. We know that uh, a lot of people, players, uh, reporters, people in the media have talked about an unsung hero within the Cowboys defense being defensive backs coach Al Harris. Can you describe what it's like to work with him? Um, he's a pretty chill coach, man. I, I like him a lot, you know. He, he reminds us, he's just like one of those player coaches, you know. He played in the NFL for a long time, so, you know, when, when, when he talks, I feel like everybody really listens because he's been in those big games. He done made a lot of big plays, and he's very well respected. So it's, it's just cool getting to learn from a guy like him that, that played at a high level. So... It's just cool being in the same room with him and just picking his brain and, and getting knowledge from him. Man, and you, were, and you guys were one of the most electric defenses in the league. You guys had the interceptions, uh, led the league actually in that category. You had the crazy season with Trevon Vicks. What was it like being part of that, of that group? How, were you guys super close? Um, yeah, I would say as a unit, we were super close. But the crazy thing is, I feel like it started in camp. Because camp, we uh, we was getting a lot of turnovers. And it was times where it was just a crazy day for defense. And, and I felt like it was just days that where we didn't get it, it was just something wasn't right. So in camp, every day, our, our coach harped on us about getting the ball. And then just seeing the season that he had, I mean, it was unbelievable. I was I was hoping he got one like every game because it's, you know, seeing stuff like that doesn't happen too often. So him just breaking history like that 
it, it, was, it was amazing. It was, it was unbelievable. It was really something. I, I think that a lot of Cowboys fans, and we talked about it constantly here on the show on primetime, we were like, have we seen something like this before uh, with the Cowboys? And the answer was no, right? Because he set an NFL history record. What do you think that unity, uh, who do you think pushed that the most? Was it maybe a player's thing for you guys? Or was it a coach's thing? That unity that you talk about in training camp? Or was it just like spontaneous? Um, I think our coach, I think I would say our coach set the standard. And then we just had to live up to that standard every day. So if this if the standard wasn't there, I feel like guys would, would say this ain't it, you know, like we gotta we gotta play better, we gotta we gotta be one of the top defenses. So I feel like it was a it was just a collective group, just a uh, hundred men on the same page, really. I, that's what I feel like. So we all had one goal. Obviously we came up short, but I just feel like it was just Everybody really wanted to win, like genuinely wanted to win, go in there day in, day out, and just work hard just to win. Cool. Uh, Jaron Kier is coming back. Are you guys excited about that as much as Cowboys Nation is? Because we, we also were second-guessing for a moment if it was going to happen or not, but now it's official. Kiers is coming back. Uh, how is how is Jaron Kiers? Because I think he's an interesting story. The fact that he was signed, we didn't know he was going to have such a big role as he ended up, uh, you know, feeling for the Cowboys. Are you excited about Jaron Kears coming back? How is he like? Uh, uh, definitely. I, we, we all excited to be honest with you because he, he was, I feel like he was really the heart and soul of the defense. Like he gave the defense the energy that we needed. I mean, uh, of course we had, we had dogs. We have uh, Trayvon, Micah, D-Law, uh, Randy, but like, I feel like J. Ron Curse was really he he really was like the heart and soul of the defense because game in, game out, he he made he made at least one big play every game, a game changing play. So I feel like his his uh he didn't have the biggest name of all of them, but when we talk about production, I think he was he was one of the uh biggest productions that we had this year. And I think part of it is is maybe even that uh part of you know, being the communicator of the team. He was exactly. wearing the green dot, all of that. That seems like a tall task. Is Was that a surprise to you? Maybe that he was a safety, a, a guy that plays your position, and he was wearing the green dot, whereas we are used to linebackers wearing the green dot. Was that – can you repeat that? Uh, you know, was it a surprise to you that he, as a safety, was wearing the green dot when we are used to maybe linebackers – with that responsibility, it was it was kind of it was kind of a uh, um, surprise. But I mean, when you when you making plays and, and stuff like that, it was it was kind of certain because uh, the communication needed to get through to everybody. So I feel like uh, it it was kind of a surprise seeing that. But I mean, it worked out for the better. I would say. Yeah, for sure. Now, speaking of Jaron Kears, versatile as heck uh linebacker slash safety we had the michael parsons season which was tremendous he did a little bit of everything we even saw him uh down the field in pass coverage which, which was just insane watching dan queen exploit those players versatility does that make you feel even more excited about where he can lead you when versatility is one of your biggest assets i would say yeah it, it definitely made me feel excited you know because 
Uh, Dan Quinn, he's a, he's a smart coach, uh, Super Bowl winning coach. So he definitely knows how to move players around and, you know, make them better and make them play to their potential. So it's, it's definitely exciting for me, and I can't wait to see what happens with me. All right, some more additional questions here from the chat. Uh, Joshua wants to know if you have a nickname in the locker room. We know that, hey, you're called Easy, but I don't know if there's an additional nickname out there. Nah, nah, they just call me Easy other than Rookie, but yeah, just Easy. <laughs> but hey, so, hey, talking about the locker room, talking about the locker room, before we went live, I asked you about Isaac Alarcon, which is the only cowboy, the only other cowboy that I had interviewed before tonight. And you mentioned that he's even your locker room uh, mate. Yeah, definitely. He's uh, he's real cool, man. He, he's a great dude. Uh, I would say always positive, always high energy. And, like, everybody loves him, man. So, Isaac, that's my dog right there. He, he's a great guy, man. Hey, I'm, I'm hoping he, he makes that 53-man roster next year. Because, hey, listen, Cowboys Nation in Mexico – Big, big fan base. They love Isaac. They are all... You, you, have you watched uh, the Invincible movie with Mark Wahlberg, with Vince Papali and all of that? He was this uh, guy from Philadelphia that ended up with the Philadelphia Eagles and everyone just week after week checking the roster cuts to see if, if he had made it to the roster. That's how Mexico is right now oh, yeah. with Isaac Alarcón. So that's crazy. What, what was it like, uh, by the way, when you were drafted, a lot of people talking about that J.C. Horn connection. How is how he's playing with J.C. Horn? I know that Cowboys Nation kind of wanted him on the team in last year's first round, but he was drafted before the Cowboys ended up very well positioned with Michael Parsons. Did J.C. Horn really maybe help you up your game? Um, I think we helped, we helped, we definitely helped each other uh, coming out of high school. Um. I had hit him up because I committed, I believe I committed to South Carolina first and I hit him up. I was like, man, just come to South Carolina and let's just create a brotherhood and let's, let's take our goal to the next level. And just working with him day in, day out. Uh, I mean, we kind of like the same people as far as just wanting to be great at, at what we do. So we push each other day in and day out every day. And, you know, even still talk to him today. I mean, we just, sit on the phone sometimes and really like think about where we have uh where we came from and that we really hear like everything that we talked about since day one i mean it's it's happening and we gotta i mean we came a long way but we also got a long way to go so just that relationship that brotherhood i mean it's a blessing hey i cannot even imagine how how that is like so congratulations for real now before we go, someone is asking, where can we get your sweater? For those of you who joined the interview a little bit later, you can find that on mukwamubrand.com. Easy, yes. that's your clothing brand. Yes, sir. Mukwamubrand.com. So you, can, you guys can check it out. So Easy, I know you're a busy guy. I don't want to take uh, too much of your time. So we'll be, we'll be closing this out pretty soon. Is there anything you want to add? that you want Cowboys Nation to know about you that maybe no one has asked you and you want to let them know, is there anything like that you want to add tonight? Anything that I want to add? Uh, nah, not really, but y'all can go shop at mukwamubrand.com. 
Awesome, awesome. Easy, thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate you. Uh, thank you for, for taking a little bit of your time to be here on ADC Sports Dallas Primetime. This has been an awesome experience. Cowboys Nation is rooting for you. I am rooting for you. Uh, we cannot wait to see you back on that football field in 2022. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I appreciate you for having me, man. It was great time. Hey, thank you to Easy Mukwamu. Guys, in the chat, please hit the like button, share the show. Remember, Easy, thank you, thank you, man. And hey, remember, guys, ADC Sports Dallas Primetime brought to you by our friends over at FreemanMazda.net. So make sure you check that out. Uh, the ride of the week is the Mazda CX-5 uh, 2.5s backup camera, Android Auto, Apple CarPlay, all of that. You can check that out over at FreemanMazda.net along with their all, all of their Freeman prices and rides of the week. Thank you guys for joining the show. I will see you tomorrow night as every Sunday through Thursday night, 8 p.m. Central. Thank you. Chain Carter saying easy in the easy. Good luck to easy from April showers. Uh, thank you guys. I will see you tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Central. Smash the like button and shout out to the podcast audience. Thank you.